Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, I'm doing a non-spoiler review for MGM's The Addams Family Animated Feature. Before we begin, make sure to subscribe and ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. I don't really have a set schedule. I watch movies, play games, and do other things, so it happens sporadically. But hopefully, you'll check them all out. Now, it's a slight background. If you have seen my trailer reaction when the first Adams Family trailer was released, you may know that I said I am a big Adams Family fan. I've seen the 90s movies, some of the animated TV shows at the time. I even saw the Adams Family Broadway show years back when Gomez was played by the great Nathan Lane and Morticia was portrayed by Patrice B.B. Newworth. But the one incarnation of the property I held most dear was the original live action TV show of the Adams Family when first aired in the mid-1960s. I'm an old man, but I'm not that old. I binge-watched them all on Netflix some time back, and that's how I really became a big fan of the Addams Family. So when they first announced that they were bringing back this creepy, kooky family to the big screen in an animated form, stick closer to the original newspaper comic strip style, I was beyond curious and was a little excited. It was a different incarnation, and I wanted to see what they would do with it. Was it worth the wait? Well, quick disclaimer here, I had the unfortunate experience of having a lot of noisy kids in the movie theater giggling and laughing through parts that weren't even jokes. It was just regular dialogue. It got so bad to the point that an adult had to yell at them twice. So I missed some dialogue, but I was able to piece together what was going on. So just to keep that in mind when I give out my opinion of the movie. Positives out of the way first, the characterization of Morticia and Gomez surprised me they went outside their usual personality. While they are occasionally oblivious to the norms of society, they relish in the Adam's way, per the norm, but when Pugsley is preparing for his saber act tradition, which I do admit I forget what it's actually called, but it's kind of like a bar mitzvah, you know, like a coming of age tradition where a child becomes a man. It's pretty much that for the Adams family. Gomez actually shows concern that his son may not be ready due to his demolition interest over using a sword. And Morticia notices her daughter, Wednesday, is starting to become more curious about the outside world. Reflecting on how Morticia and Gomez grew up, she has hesitation on how Wednesday may be treated. So with that dueling plot going on there, it's nice to see while I hold Gomez and Morticia as always in control, at least as depicted in the original TV show, we get a bit of vulnerability from these two characters. And what made it interesting to me is that the typical parent-to-child conflict you see in most family films, this one has more of an inverted angle to it because it's the Adams Family. Dreadful is wonderful to them, and pain is pleasure for them. Take that as you, any way you like. While the storyline with Pugsley was cool, the Wednesday one was a bit too familiar for me. It kind of borrowed a bit from the Broadway show, even though the drive for Wednesday to see outside the manor is motivated drastically different. It didn't really bother me, it was just something that I kind of noticed. And sadly, the rest of my notes kind of fall under the negative to the so-so reaction to things. It was great seeing the cast of the other Adams, but I wish we had more Uncle Fester, though the 1991 film really focused on him as a plot driver, so I believe the animation team here wanted to steer away from that. And he had some comical moments, I just wish he had more of a presence. The plot was simple, however it felt slow at times, did drag a bit for me in some areas. The dialogue reading, while the voice actors did a great job voicing these characters, I will say I wish the sound mixing was a bit louder. I had trouble hearing them on occasion, 
but I do blame the loud kids in the theater for that little bit there. So take that complaint for a grain of salt. Now to the visuals. I am happy that they used the original comic strip style. However, I wish they made the world more dense. Even the Assimilation Town, a very on-the-nose name for a normal town. I don't like to compare films to other source material or movies, but thinking about how Hotel Transylvania sets up its environments compared to this, the world of the Adams was a bit boring. The house itself had the haunted look, don't get me wrong there, but I didn't get quite the lived-in vibe. Like, ironically, it felt dead, not in the Barbara Adams kind of way. And lastly, more importantly to me, is the animation. Though there was a lot of solid facial animation and it helped carry the emotional tics of the characters, in particular Gomez and Morticia, I just wish I could say the same for the body animation. It was on par with the basic principles of animation, but it really didn't push the envelope. I'm not saying it had to match the amazing animation direction of Gendy Tartofsky, but I wish there was more life into the frantic nature of the Adams family. Now, it doesn't apply to all characters. Morticia and Wednesday had their lurking, sliding motif down to a T, but everyone else was a bit vanilla, especially side characters with tube limbs. I felt like a lot of fun could have been had there for the animators, but there was very little attempt to hit that mark. Overall, as a fan of the property, I wanted to love this movie, but there's just too many minor things that added up to dampen my engagement. And so personally, I thought this movie was just okay. I liked some elements to it and clearly showed the appreciation for many of the incarnations before it, but the story, the pacing, some of the animation decisions didn't make it as morbidly enthralling as the Adams deserve. Again, I had an annoying theater experience, so I may attempt to go see this again, hopefully with less giggling commentators in the audience, but if you are a fan of the property, I guess I would say I would recommend at least one viewing of this. And there were some things in the films that did put a smile on my face. I won't say exactly what here, as it may be a spoiler, so I won't. Also, if you have really young kids, I am not sure how interested they may be in this movie. While The Adams has a lot of visual gags and explosions, this did feel like a very dialogue-heavy movie. Some plot points might just go right over their heads. And that'll do it for my non-spoiler review for The Adams Family. Hopefully MGM won't claim this video simply for talking about the movie, showing no clips or using music from the franchise. If they do, like they did with my trailer reaction podcast video, then I guess they don't believe in fair use and don't want me sharing my opinion on the movie. I, however, do want to hear your opinion on the film. If you saw the Adams Family animated movie, let me know in the comment section below. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. If you like reviews just like this, subscribe to my podcast channel. Ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop, like this video, and if you want to support me directly, please go to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Matt Seller. Consider donating as little as a dollar a month will help go towards my podcast channel, art, animation, and content made just for you. Link to Patreon as well as my Twitter in the description below. This is Matt Seller. Thank you all for tuning in. They walk around in the broad daylight.